Hey, welcome back to the uh, Ticats CFL Draft Show powered by TELUS. Uh, and I'm very pleased to be joined by DT on SC. It's, of course, Derek Taylor on Sports Cage uh, in Regina, Saskatchewan, the voice of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. DT, it is so great to see you, my friend. How are you doing? Uh, I am doing very well. I had to race home because, thank goodness for the snake draft, I was able to race home and see who the riders chose at 17. This has been, uh, this is, this is good. If you're a Riders fan, this is so far a great day. I was about to say, I mean, Riders fan, it's probably a great day, but um, I mean, uh, Regina, Saskatchewan native. It's a great day to be from Regina. You look at uh, Jake Burke, the first overall pick. He's got some roots. Uh, you look at who the Ticats took, uh, Nick Cross, ninth overall. He's got some uh, Saskatchewan roots. I mean, it, it's, it's a great day to be from Saskatchewan, isn't it, DT? It, it really is. Now, Nelson Lacombo, he's, it's like he's from Saskatchewan. We will grant him honorary status because he was a Husky. So uh, that's a great pick at two. And yeah, we're still looking for a couple of Regina Rams. We would expect to go in the draft as well. So uh, uh, Saskatchewan, we produce a lot of stuff, but uh, top among them, football players. Well said. Uh, let's just take a look at, at where we are as a whole. Uh, it's been well uh, reported, just 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 the difficulties that come with with a draft like this, right? A limited number of games, but the, uh, the flip side of the coin is that these scouts, these general managers, these guys have been watching these players for years. So, I mean, it, it really isn't that much of a changeup, but obviously some challenges this season. Well, yeah, it's it's that extra year of NCAA availability. The NFL thing, that happens every year, right? Guys sign free agent deals or priority deals or they get chosen in the draft and that slides them down or up. But that extra year of NCAA uh, availability, eligibility, where Sage Dockstatter can go back to New Mexico State through a little extra wrench in it. So I was curious to see how it would play out. And honestly, I, I, what I thought was going to be a year where a lot of teams took guys that would go back, man, teams went for instant impact right off the bat, right? Between Burt to your tie cats, between Lacombo to the riders, uh, Cole Nelson in Edmonton, man, Edmonton. I, I never heard of Cole Nelson before, but so that would seem to say to me that he'll at least be available to play. Yeah. Like they, they really seem to go for, except for spots like BC at four teams went for, okay, who can play now? okay, now let's get on to guys we might expect in 2022. I, okay, so I'm, I'm putting my glasses back on here again to tell you there have been picks that have happened, so I will uh, let you know that uh, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders have taken Bruno LaBelle from Cincinnati. He's a tight end, big body guy, 6'4", 250. Uh, and meanwhile, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers have taken uh, Patrice Rene out of North Carolina, a DB Listed six two two zero eight. Let's get your thoughts on uh, what Saskatchewan has done so far. Um, always high expectations with the Rough Riders. What were they? What What did you think they were going to do? And and through three rounds here, three two and a half rounds. How do you feel like they've uh, kind of been sticking to the game plan? Honestly, I thought they would look. At, I thought they would go Lacombo. And it's one of those things we had an availability with their GM Jeremy O'Day yesterday, and he was asked about what do you think of your Canadian depth. And the first thing he said was field corner. He's like, I think we can go Canadian at field corner. Boop, boop, boop. And he went, really, field cornerback is a position that was American for ever. And that was the first thing you mentioned. And I wondered, am I making too much of that? And then boom, Nelson Lacombo at number two uh, is the pick. It, it's, it's a pick. And what O'Day has done 
in last year's draft, in this, this past free agency, and in this draft, is give himself options for how his coaches can deploy the ratio. So you have Lacombo, but you don't take Lacombo if you don't already have Canadians. They already have Ailey Buka, and they got Godfrey Onyeka in free agency. You put Lacombo in there, and there's a guy and a backup. Whatever order you put them in, there's a guy and a backup to play that field cornerback spot. Does one of them need to play safety? Well, Mike Adam plays safety, and you could have depth in behind there. There's flexibility. And then you go to the second round and you go, oh, well, there's Terrell Jana at 17 when most of the mocks I saw had Jana at number one. You know, okay, well, now they have the ability to go two Canadians at receiver because you have the sixth overall pick from 2019 in Justin McInnes and their second round pick that year in Braden Lenius. Add that to the rest of their Canadian talent at receiver. Now they have the potential to go two Canadians at receiver. They won't need to do both of those things, but they can do both of those things. Where, where a giant tight end fits into that is, is probably something like an extra package uh, with Bruno LaBelle. But it's just more of Jeremy O'Day giving, him, giving his coaches options for using the ratio, and I love it. I mean, and, and you mentioned the LaBelle. We talked about the, the tight end position. I mean, really, you don't think tight end when you think CFL. Right. I mean, it's not a position that that you line up on the field anywhere. So, I mean, Bruno LaBelle, obviously, uh, uh, Burke as well. Um, Is is it just the way that the game is being played now or is it what are you kind of corresponding these 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 moves to positions that we don't normally see in the CFL? Yeah, that's an interesting one. And Hamilton kind of kicked that off with with Kalinich last year. Right. We went, where's what's he going to do? And then we saw, okay, well, there's a really defined package. For, for him, he could be an inline tight end. They can line him up at H-back. They'll move him around. Is, is that what they hope to do? The Riders, for example, Corey Watson played a lot of those roles last year uh, in 2019. Albert Awachi was more on run plays. He would play those kind of roles. I think Awachi might have caught one pass in 2019. Is this what they envisioned for LaBelle, that, that guy who can, who can be in that specific page, package as opposed to the regular offense? Is LaBelle uh, a kind of guy who might lean out a little bit and, and get a shot at one of those receivers? Uh, I, I'm curious what to, to hear uh, when Jeremy O'Day talks about LaBelle, what, what he envisions for him. Is he a package, a specific package he has in mind that Jason Moss will want to run? Or, or is he a guy who could transform and maybe he's that third guy to the field in a, in a big body, but a big body that's, say, 230 pounds? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm interested because... They're they're not the first team, and now the Ticats have two tight ends essentially for their offense. And I, I love watching the Ticats do their thing. I can't wait to see what they do with legit two tight ends. Uh, well said, uh, DT. It's great just to be talking football with you. Uh, let's let's not wait uh, two years in between uh, doing this. Uh, great to see you. Uh, you're looking great. Uh, we love listening <laughs> to you. We'll talk very soon. Okay. Thank you, my friend. Awesome. There he is. He's Derek Taylor. He's the voice of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, don't go anywhere. We're joined by Sean Burke. Uh, this is the Ticat CFL Draft Show, powered by Italis.